Hello and welcome to The Word, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ every day from the order of preachers around the world. Today is the second Sunday of Lent, and from the United States, we hear from Sister Beth McCormick. Sister Beth is a member of the Dominican Sisters of Hope and lives in Croton-on-Hudson, New York. Her preaching today is entitled, The Awesome Word of God. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was, tra- he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them, along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say, they were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved Son, listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. As I hear this account of the transfiguration of Jesus, I'm reminded of an experience I had when ministering in a women's prison. We were a group of about 15 or 20 women sitting in a circle of weekly faith sharing on the scriptures. That day, a volunteer seminarian read the story of the raising of Lazarus. As he read the words of Jesus, unbind him, let him go free. The woman sitting sitting next to me, Pam, whose arm against mine I could feel trembling, went, wow, awestruck at a word of God heard for the first time. In today's Gospel reading, the pervasive sense of awe has stayed with me. That and the words from the cloud that enveloped the disciples, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. Most of us, I dare say, are not hearing today's word of God from Mark's Gospel on the transfiguration of Jesus for the first time. But I wonder if our familiarity with it might have dulled a bit our sense of awe in response to it. Peter, James, and John are awestruck by the dramatic transformation in Jesus' appearance. In Mark's compact style of writing, things happen in rapid succession. The climb up the mountain, the transfiguration itself, the appearance of Moses and Elijah, Peter's comments, the voice of God from the overshadowing cloud declaring, this is my beloved son, 
listen to him, and then the sudden end to it all, leaving just Jesus alone with them. This is recorded in chapter 9 of Mark. It's important to keep in mind that in chapter 8, immediately preceding this scene, we learn of both Peter's confession that Jesus is the Messiah and of Jesus' predictions of his passion, death, and resurrection, his first prediction. So the context here is the Paschal mystery. This part of Mark's Gospel from chapters 8 to 10 contain the urgent message of what that mystery must mean for disciples of Jesus, then and now. The radical nature of discipleship. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. How do we listen to him? so that we may know him and know what following his way entails. There are multiple ways, of course. First and foremost is the scriptures themselves, directly from the beloved son. We might want to try listening as if for the first time, as Pam in the prison. Awesome. Then at the Eucharist we listen as we celebrate the Paschal Mystery. We might want to participate with more attentiveness, revitalizing our sense of awe. How about listening in the particular circumstances of our daily lives? All of us carry personal pains and burdens and problems. We all suffer losses and loneliness fears, and anxieties, daily struggles in our often busy lives. In addition, we live in relentlessly trying times, faced with frequent climate catastrophes, plus other very troubling societal issues. Somehow we need to attend to inserting a breather in those lives day by day, so that whisperings or even shouts of the voice of God come through to the ears of our hearts, arousing some sense of awe, plus a felt need to let our lives be transformed. Often it will come from family or neighbors, colleagues, or even strangers, whose kindness or courage, forgiveness, generosity, active involvement in a social justice movement, or some other beautiful action will inspire us and move us to similar behavior. Often, this is what leads us to radical discipleship to deeper and deeper entrance into the Paschal Mystery. Each year, our Lenten journey gives us the awesome opportunity to understand more profoundly, though probably quietly and non-dramatically, the transforming energy that is ours from baptism into the dying and rising of Jesus.
praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory.